back to another daily devotion. We're here in Galatians chapter 2. Now, as we look at Galatians, I want us to see that Paul emphasizes a key gospel truth. And that truth is that salvation is never based on works. It's based on faith in Christ, relying on him. And this is something that Paul needs to emphasize to the believers because the early church struggled with this. The early church primarily began as Jewish believers. They have come to trust that Jesus is their Messiah, and that, that Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament law, and that they're trusting in him, and their salvation is based on him. Okay, that's easy when we're dealing with Jewish people. But what about with Gentiles? The Gentiles, they had no concept of the Old Testament law or the prophecies regarding the Messiah, but they needed to be saved too. And so the early church struggled with understanding, like, how do Gentiles get saved? They're saved by trusting in Christ, but do they need to adopt Jewish customs? And some were saying yes, and some were saying no. And there were a group of uh, Jewish believers that were saying, no, the Gentiles need to adopt Jewish customs, they need to be circumcised, and they need to keep these aspects of the law. And Paul is reminding the Galatians, saying, no, they don't need to keep the law. They're saved by faith in Christ. And let's not burden them with any additional requirements. And so Galatians begins with Paul recounting a personal story. And if you look down at verse 2, Paul talks about uh, he went up to Jerusalem and he submitted to them the gospel which I preached among the Gentiles, but I did so in private for those who are of reputation for fear that I might be running or had run in vain. So Paul recounts the story of how after 14 years of ministry preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, he went to Jerusalem and he presented the gospel to the apostles because he was worried, well, maybe I've been running in vain. Maybe I haven't been preaching as I ought to have. And he was fearful that he had been running in vain and that he wasn't accomplishing and fulfilling his ministry. And so he presented the gospel to them. And verse 9 tells us that he, he presented it to, to James and to Cephas, who was also known as Peter, and to John. Paul says they were reputed to be pillars among the church. These are the men that were with, with Christ as apostles. And did they accept his gospel message, did they affirm it? Paul says in verse 9, yes, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship. Like they welcomed us saying, yes, you have been preaching the gospel. You have it correctly. And this is the gospel you need to preach to the Gentiles. So Peter recounts this because he wants the Galatians to understand, I have been preaching the gospel correctly and if I have corrections for you, these are corrections that have been affirmed by the apostles themselves. If we look back earlier in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 7, he says that they recognized that I had been entrusted with the gospel to the uncircumcised just as Peter had been to the circumcised. And so Paul is saying, hey, they affirmed and they recognized just as Peter was called as an apostle and as a minister to the Jewish people, that same calling was given to me to the Gentiles. Now, we ask the question, who called Peter to preach the gospel? Well, it was Christ Jesus. And who called Paul to preach the gospel? 
It was Christ Jesus too. They had an equal calling to do two different groups. And so Paul's point is saying, hey, I'm bringing you guys instructions and my ministry and my teaching and my calling has been affirmed, number one, by the Lord, given to me by him, and it's been affirmed by the apostles. And so Paul tells this to let them know, hey, you guys could trust what I'm telling you. Now, Paul recounts another story in verses 11 through 14. He recounts the story of how Peter, when he was among the Gentiles, initially he fellowshiped with them, he taught them, he ministered to them, he would even uh, sit and eat with them. But then Paul tells a story that certain Jews came from Antioch and they were of this persuasion saying, hey, the Gentiles need to adopt these Jewish customs in order to be saved. Where Peter was, uh, he kind of got swayed and he would hold himself aloof from these Gentile believers when previously he would eat and drink with them, he would fellowship with them. Paul talks about how he had to publicly reprimand Peter. And, And we see that in verse 14. He says, but when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas in the presence of all, if you being a Jew live like the Gentiles and not like the Jews, how is it that you compel the Jews to live or the Gentiles to live like Jews? And Paul's whole point was saying, Peter, uh, you're not keeping the Old Testament law. Your salvation isn't dependent on that. So why are you insisting and compelling the Gentiles to adopt these Jewish customs? So Paul had to correct Peter and and to give him this, this, this public rebuke And Paul's whole emphasis in sharing both of these stories is to help the people understand that salvation is not based on the works of the law. It's not based on keeping laws. It's not based on these other practices. It's based on what they do with Christ. Look down at verse 16. Paul says, Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Christ Jesus, even we have believed in Christ Jesus, so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, since by the works of the law no flesh will be justified. So Paul says, hey, it's by faith in Christ. It's by putting your hope and trusting in Christ. Now, Paul doesn't go into the details of the gospel as far as, you know, Jesus is, is the promised Savior. He is God the Son. Jesus died on the cross to pay for sins. He rose again on the third day. And that he calls people to turn from their sin and, and follow him. Like Paul doesn't get into those details, but he does get into what is, what is the basis of your salvation. It's on Christ. It's trusting in him. It's never by the works of the law. And this is what Paul does. He reminds the Galatians that when someone turns to Christ, they turn to him in faith, they believe that Jesus paid the penalty for their sins, they rose again, that that their hope in Christ is sufficient, that they don't need to uh, be circumcised. They don't need to keep the Old Testament uh, aspects of a law. Know that they are, are saved by faith in Christ. And as we get into the rest of the book, Paul reiterates this theme, that it's by faith in Christ. I'm turning to him. I'm trusting in him. Paul talks about that, that by trusting in Christ and relying on him, it is going to have this outward working, right? Paul, he talks about in verse 19 that through the law, I died to the law 
so that I might live to God. Like Paul talks about that, yeah, living for God and living by faith, that's important. It is going to have this outward uh, working in our lives and that our our faith in Christ is going to be evident to people on the outside looking in because they're going to see a changed life. Paul goes on in verse 20. He says, I have been crucified with Christ and it's no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me and the life that I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. And so Paul, Paul says, yes, I'm going to live for Christ. And my faith in Christ is going to work its way out in the way that I live. And that is primarily in the way that we, we trust Christ and we turn from sin. We turn from those things that are displeasing to God. That's not uh, adding to the gospel. That's not emphasizing works. That's a genuine faith and repentance in the Lord that works its way out in the way that we live. But Paul is reminding them of this truth so that they don't unduly burden these Gentile Christians saying, you need to adopt Jewish practices in order to be saved. They didn't. They needed to trust Christ in the gospel and believe on him and live for him. And so I hope you're encouraged today. I hope this truth really reminds you that uh, salvation is in Christ. I hope your faith is in him. If you're relying on other things, and you're, you're relying on the wrong thing, Put your hope and your reliance on Christ for salvation. Hope this is a help, and we'll see you next time. God bless.